Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Everybody and welcome to another sports 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 podcast. I am Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmaville. And joining us as always is the sports outsider Phil Ranta. I'm ready for a podcast. Ready for a podcast indeed. Watch any games this week, Phil? No, because I'm a sports outsider, so I don't watch sports. More importantly, watch any tangentially related but non-game events. What are you angling at there, Joel? The NFL draft going on as we speak. No, NFL draft. I, I saw Jordan was watching on his phone. I did not partake. Yep, uh, Detroit Lions have shot themselves in the foot, as they always do this time of year. Ouch. I feel like I want to go back and listen to some Third Eye Blind, because I'm feeling really nostalgic for the late 90s, watching the Lions completely screw up now, a top They drafted pick. a tight end, but at this point, I kind of wish they would have just traded up to get Sammy Watkins. If that's what they were going to right. do... If, if See, they were going to if they were gonna yeah. draft someone like, that's the move who can't pass calling, block... Who yeah. can to catch the ball? Why don't you know? Just yeah. just do Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins is a move that I was calling insanely stupid earlier this week before they made the even more insanely stupid move that they went ahead and made. Are we going to so. talk about sports the whole time? No, we're going to talk what about the? the draft that leads up to sports, Phil. Okay, Johnny Manziel update, watch update featuring LeBron James. Johnny Manziel update, watch update featuring LeBron James. Brought to you by Manzels. Put your man boobs in a Manzel today. And? And? <laughs> LeBron James. What? It, it's brought to you by LeBron James and Johnny Manzel. Oh, I didn't hit that drop button. <laughs> no. LeBron, <laughs> LeBron James. All the stuff that LeBron James sponsors. All right. We'll take care of that in post. Yeah, we'll we'll take, no, we won't. I'm editing this podcast. <laughs> Johnny Manzel drafted X by X. Johnny Manziel has not been drafted yet. Not been drafted yet. He's not been drafted pick, yet. No, because the draft is currently occurring. Currently occurring. Yeah. We're on pick uh, 21. I guess he could Miami be drafted. Miami passes. Cleveland passes. Run Green Bay now. I, I sincerely doubt Green Bay is going to draft Wait Johnny Manziel. Wait a second. Wait a second. If both variables are X, that means they're going to be the same number. Very good, Phil. Ha <laughs> ha, <laughs> uh, Oh, he definitely. All right. So if, if he comes back around to the first pick of the second round, the Texans will take him there. I, f I feel like they have to. Uh, so LeBron James had said, oh, number one overall went to, uh, God, I can't pronounce this. Javadon Clowney. I just was just saying Jadavian Clowney. Jadavian Clowney. Yeah. I was just talking about how sweet a name I thought Jadavian was. Yeah. Um, LeBron James had said he hopes or he hoped, uh, Johnny Manziel gets drafted number one overall. Been a huge supporter and friend of Johnny. I want him to go number one, James said during a heat news conference. Wherever he lands, he's going to be a heck of a football player for that franchise he didn't say heck there's yeah. no way he said Should, heck. shouldn't it be a hot news conference <laughs> joel plays the miami heat <laughs> well i know that but i'm saying uh, is that what the joke was yeah, that's was, not even it like that and that's the joke. joke that was not a joke guys that was no me saying that trust they should me call their news we know that it wasn't a joke Le lebron james has some skin in the game fenway sports management in partnership with lrmr management James's marketing company, signed Manziel as a client in January. Ooh. The Boston Globe reported the goal was to help Manziel, quote, transcend sports and become a global brand in the mold of James. 
Those are some $10 marketing words. But what's the <laughs> first step in transcending sports and becoming a global brand? McDonald's commercials. McDonald's commercials. I was just about to say McDonald's <laughs> you were. commercials. I, know, I saw it. <laughs> I was just about to say it. I don't, have you seen this? No. They're, they, they're, in an, they're in a McDonald's ad to commercial. In the ad, LeBron uses the password special sauce to gain entry to a McDonald's speakeasy-like secret club. Why do I join that club? You know, there was a secret club in the bathroom at the McDonald's near where I lived where special sauce was also the password, but Joel, I don't know that LeBron James to wants to go to that sauce. one. The ad says LeBron is the newest member, which is total horseshit because Johnny Manziel is already in the club. Really? How did that guy get in before LeBron? What so LeBron club would you in. want to be a part of that adds Johnny Manziel prior to adding LeBron James? Uh, one where you sit around and eat fatty burgers. <laughs> LeBron is wide-eyed in wonderment as he enters a large room with people hula-hooping. And, like, someone from the indoor Olympic volleyball team, how'd they get in? Nice. Silver medal. They won the silver medal. <laughs> oh, yeah. boo. Uh, the ad asks, what should they serve the best of the best in this secret McDonald's? The Big Arch Mac? The Arch Deluxe? <laughs> the Big and Tasty? Yeah. Good food of any kind? Yeah, like Nick the, the real food cheese? that they don't give the customers? These are all good guesses. They're all wrong. McDonald's <laughs> and cookies. It's No. Well, actually, that's not a bad guess. I like them. The new Bacon Clubhouse Sandwich, which, unlike their other fare... Well, actually, no, I'm sorry. It's exactly like their other fare. <laughs> right. It's a burger or chicken breast, bunch of Thousand Island, and they throw some bacon on there, and studies show it will give you a not-yet-discovered form of cancer. Good. It's like a bacon Big Mac. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah. LeBron, however, a man of the people, takes a bite and then says, you should serve it to everyone. No! No, you should <laughs> you should serve this to no one. Is no one listening to Michelle Obama? Baby Carrots! Apple slices and oh, peanut butter. Baby carrots aren't good, though. Eat them like junk food. Can't do it. LeBron James update watch update featuring Johnny Manziel. <laughs> LeBron James update watch update featuring Johnny Manziel. Brought to you by... All the things LeBron James sponsors and Manziel's. Put your man boobs in a Manziel today. Yeah. I'm really bummed out we lost the bag sponsorship, but... <laughs> I as, as bummed out as I am about that, I'm really happy that we got the Manzel right, sponsorship yeah. back. Finally, the Manzel hotline. Uh, is, uh, man, yeah, is, the uh, Manzel is also for your sponsored bags. by. Yeah, I dropped that. I yeah. I, they weren't paying enough for the hotline. Right. Yeah. yeah. What do we have on the show today? Well, at some point, I feel like we we will be able to tell you when Johnny Manzel was drafted. Yeah, maybe in news, news, news. It will yes, maybe it will be breaking news at the time of recording. It will be wildly outdated news by the time that you listen to it. That's true. A couple days from now. Yep. So that'll be, and then we'll have uh, we'll have news, news, news. Uh, right. We have one of our all time favorite podcast guests, Chris Mike Humphreys. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, I mean, well, he is one of our all time favorite. I think oh, okay. he is. I think he is the all time okay, favorite. Okay, so this guest. is one of. We're going to have Mike Trout That's on the good. show. That's good. Angel center fielder, Mike Trout. It's one Trout. of our best, not our best. <laughs> okay, sure, sure thing. But he's he's going to be on talking to us about the uh, – he's making his pitch to the NFL players uh, who are also baseball stars uh, to maybe come over and play with him. Yeah, because it was noted because Johnny Manziel was a pitcher. Right. Go figure, right? And Absolutely. was actually offered a scholarship to University of Oregon yeah. to, to play both. Didn't take it. Went in football. Yeah. He's from Texas. That's and this not is weird. actually fairly common. Yeah, John Elway, among others. Yeah, They're Dan all strong. Marino. Strong people can do more yeah. than I can. I get it. All right. right. And do we have a weird sportsman, Phil? You're goddamn right. We do. Let's do Men. news, news, news. Yeah. <laughs> news, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. NFL Draft Day is here. Woo! Today. Today. Yep. The NFL Draft, or as Lions fans call it, the Super Bowl, is upon us. 
And Lions fans, while a sad bunch, are not crazy as the draft itself now gets more year-round hype than the Super Bowl. Nice. true. Once again, the Lions have lost the Super Bowl. Uh, In fact, the draft was subject matter uh, for a major motion picture starring Kevin Costner entitled Draft Day. However, it could have been more accurately titled Phone Call the Movie. (laughs) Is that what it was? Did you see it? Yeah, it it was awful. I believe it. It It was a series of phone calls. Looks bad. Um, The movie itself was trying to make front office stuff exciting, but the climatic scene... Climactic? Climactic. Climactic. Scene involves Climatic trading. scene involves olives, usually. Yeah, that's right. So. There you go. Uh, when, when, when that involves draft picks, you've got yourself a film only Mel Kuyper Jr. could love. <laughs> uh, ESPN actually uh, recently... Re- Where oh, did uh, Mel Kuyper put the movie on his big board? Oh, I think it was four. Okay. Four. Right. Uh, still got Rudy up there, Remember the Titans, <laughs> yep. any given Sunday. Uh, also, as we speak, the draft is still going on. And I, I want to report that in the 23rd pick with the 23rd pick the fans are still booing roger goodell as voraciously as they did for the first pick it's outstanding wow espn sportsman this morning ran a piece about uh the nfl draft dubbed waiting for goodell (laughs) however in this construct vladimir and estragon are players that go undrafted potzo is a slimy agent with no interest in signing these undrafted players and the speechless lucky is the ghost of chronic head injuries future AP English. There we go. <laughs> Nailed it. Not bad. I've always I'd wanted to play go Lucky. I see that. <laughs> Johnny Manziel, still not drafted. Aww. Still not. We're be- looking at him live. He has a look of extreme consternation. Oh, wait. No, he was just drafted. Was he? Yep, he was just drafted. Was that the extreme consternation that was him just getting drafted? No, it was gas. Who took him? Uh-huh. Who took him? This is breaking news. I mean, it won't be well, to our listeners. The, listening. the Cleveland Browns took him with the uh, 23rd. Uh, no, sorry, 22nd overall. Okay. Uh, Poop is did Brown, they, too. Did they trade up to get that pick? They must have. Well, anytime the Browns grab a guy with an early pick and then trade up to get a quarterback with a later pick, that always works out, right? Kevin Costner did it, guys. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. Looks like he got <laughs> shit done. In draft day? Was that the climax of the movie? Was <laughs> Kevin Costner opts to trade down five spots. Yeah, he trade up one more spot and then in the movie, Kevin Costner doesn't draft Johnny Manziel because he learns no one went to his birthday party. None of his teammates were at his birthday party. Wow. Richard Sherman is the highest paid corner in the game. Damn. Richard Sherman, the best quarterback in the game and cutter of wrestling promos at the end of NFL games has just signed a four year deal with Seattle Seahawks for fifty seven point five million. That's Forty million of which is guaranteed. Wow, that's some good. That skrilla. is a lot of guaranteed. Money. He becomes the latest in a long line of Stanford alumni, making millions in the Pacific Northwest who cannot possibly be assholes by virtue of being graduates of Stanford. Yeah. Uh, the move comes after the Seahawks signed top safety Earl Thomas to make him the highest-paid safety in the league with a similar four-year, forty million dollars extension. 28 million roughly guaranteed however earl thomas is from u of t austin so he presumably could be an asshole yeah it's entirely possible that he's a bad person austin's a great place though seattle secondary that's right phil yeah great live music scene yeah Yeah. barbecue very progressive do some improv uh my family's from there that's outstanding joel yeah (laughs) bail on that one buddy seattle (laughs) the seattle secondary since 2012 has had the dopest nickname for any secondary ever the legion of boom that is pretty awesome. I like that nickname as well. Fewest passing yards, fewest passing turns, most interceptions, league's best defense, and Richard Sherman himself was number one in interceptions the past two years. Mm. But will this new influx of money change the LOB? It changes everybody. Mm. 
Well, I, I am money changes that. people for the worse. Looks like it has. We have a list of things that. That's it's... why I'm such a good guy. Right, because Joel's broke. <laughs> They're hiring lobbyists to work the NFL rule change committee for a broader definition of incidental contact and extend the five yard bump zone to the 25 yard bump zone. <laughs> so, so just, things have changed. No, this this one is a big time one. They're giving each other as a beginning of the season gift hundred thousand dollar NFL fine gift cards. Oh, so when you get your first one, okay, yeah, you just yeah. use a use a gift card. Sherman is endowing a scholarship at Stanford specifically set aside for assholes. Oh, oh. well, that's going to be tricky. Well, I mean, they're assholes when they come in. Yeah, but once they get that diploma. Not an asshole anymore. Once you're a Cardinal. It's impossible to be an asshole if you've That's not true. Stanford. The Stanford Alumni Club, we played them in intramural soccer, and they were jerks. Uh, you might say that, Phil, but you're clearly mistaken. No, and I they think were probably mean. a little racist, too. No, they were pushy. Mm-mm-mm. They're you, gonna... you, were, you were mistaken, Phil. They were actually wonderful people because they graduated from Stanford. Pretty uppity. <laughs> they're, going to start, they're going to start betting on NFL games, you know. Keep them interested. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. They've already won a Super Bowl, you know. Yeah. What's, well, what's, what's, what's left? What's to do now? They're getting the money. And they're starting a charity called Legions of Boom for former players with brain lesions due to traumatic head injuries the Legion of Boom may have caused. Boy, I really hope this lasts long enough that some of the guys they gave brain lesions to <laughs> will ultimately be supported by their charity. That's the Legions, <laughs> Legions of Boom. Well yeah. played. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> New England Patriots give fans a jersey guarantee. This is actually kind of interesting. As, it as sounds in like a New Jersey guarantee? Or Ish. like the clothes. Isn't that like a, a punch in the face and a curse word? <laughs> I thought you might. Maybe it's a. Uh, okay. I'm, 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 I'm watching The Sopranos right it's now. It's a jazzy so. thing. The New England Patriots will become the first NFL franchise to offer rebates to anyone who buys a jersey of a player who was no longer under contract to the team within a year of the purchase. That's going to cost them a lot of money. <laughs> Uh, New England cuts people like nobody's business. Well, and that wasn't even an Aaron Hernandez. The move is an attempt to get the NFL to implement a similar rebate policy for players who are signed for less than a year. Right. This comes after the Patriots' attempt to use the Lemon Law on Rob Gronkowski was denied. Ooh. Yeah. Now, seriously, here are the rules. If the fans purchase jerseys from the team website or stadium store, the players whose names on the back of the jersey leave the team within the year of the purchase. So if they leave within a year, those fans will receive a 25% discount hey. towards the price of their next Patriots jersey they buy. Not too ah. shabs. Uh, fans will have two months from the day a player is no longer under contract to make a new purchase with the discount. Uh, and they do not have to return the original jersey with the names of former players, but instead will be encouraged to create effigies to burn or hang at future Patriots tailgates. See, that okay. makes sense, because if you uh, returned it, what are they going to do with it anyways? It's a worn jersey. So, quick question. It's an old jersey. It's not even do a they, new jersey. Do they have any sort of policy for players who are still on the team but are playing horrendously bad but who were the first uh, draft pick uh, like a couple years ago? Uh, I don't think so. Because Lions fans would probably love a policy like that. <laughs> a lot of Roy Williams, Charlie Rogers jerseys, maybe, yeah. Well, I got more bad news. The deal will not apply retroactively in a move that serves to publicly shame anyone who bought a Tim Tebow jersey. Good. Right. Tebow was cut before the season began, and it was actually a, a, a very popular seller last year. The article yeah. notes this. Can you believe that? Come on, New England. You're better than that. Who would have bought a Tim Tebow jersey? A lot of people, apparently. Oh, Homeless people. Idiots. Last year, the team took the unprecedented move of allowing anyone who bought a jersey of Aaron Hernandez, who's charged with murder, to exchange it uh, for a jersey for, uh, of another player. Okay. One who's bullshit. not a murderer? More than 1,000. Uh, alleged. Yeah. Alleged murderer. Right. 
More than 1,200 fans took the team up on the offer, and the fans who didn't are sick fucks. (laughs) It's a collector's item! Joining us on the podcast, coming back, one of our favorite guests. I'm so excited! We're excited, too! Yeah! Mike Trout, all-star center fielder for the Anaheim Angels. Oh, my God! It's good to be here, Joel! It's good to be here, Jordan! It's great to have you, Yeah, It's great great to have have you. Oh, man! One of the best players in the game. It's it's baseball time! It Uh, is! It's It's surprising you would be able to make it out for this interview. Oh, man, of course I did! I ran all the way here! We know! Running all the way back! I like running! Are you still running? Oh, yeah! You know what? I feel like a good 50 miles every morning really gets the heart going. <laughs> that's that's probably true. I mean, as, yeah. a, as a base stealer, though, do you think you ever worry about maybe, like, saving your bullets? And, you know oh, I mean? no, I've got so many bullets. Not <laughs> real bullets, of course. Guns are dangerous. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Bullets in the chamber with my leg chambers. <clears throat> so, uh, but let, let's get right to it. Uh, you you uh, called us up to say that you wanted to be in the show. Hey, happy draft day, everybody. Absolutely. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It's time for the draft. It's the NFL draft. You the said, NFL draft? You know what I see in the NFL draft? What do you see? A lot in the of NFL strong draft? arms. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people yeah. with strong arms. Yeah. You know what? These NFL players, they could probably play baseball. They probably could. A lot of them actually drafted by baseball teams. Yeah. They played baseball. A lot of them could play baseball with me. Huh? Uh, well, I got an extra mitt. <laughs> I don't want an extra mitt. I don't know that equipment's necessarily the problem. Yeah. Well, I got an extra mitt if they need it. Okay. okay. Well, that's, that's it's zero commitment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what? I, I started realizing there's a lot of football players who really could be playing baseball with me. Right, yeah, well, like absolutely. Johnny Manziel had yeah. a very big Johnny ice- Manziel! Yeah. I run about him on ESPN.com. Yeah, yeah he's on yeah. there a lot. He plays baseball, too. He, he likes playing baseball. Johnny Baseball, much catchier. <laughs> yeah, you, you think like so that than, name. than football, you think? Yeah. Oh, man. You know what? He, uh, he went to Texas A&M. He only played football. The University of Oregon said, hey, why don't you come play both? He chose one over the other. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, at this point, he's been drafted in the first round. I think it worked out for him. No! Come on! We could be playing together. Yeah, okay, well, that's Can you imagine with that arm what he could do? Probably strike someone out. (laughs) Probably strike a few guys out. Yeah! Absolutely. Yeah! Uh, Russell Wilson? Yeah. Yeah. He's just, he won the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. MVP, Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers. Yeah. yeah. Ranger Drafted danger. Yeah. Stranger danger. Look out. Don't get in that car. <laughs> they, uh, they, they, Ranger drafted him. Yeah. And yeah. a recent uh, Rule right. 5 draft a couple yeah. of years ago. He said no. No, thank you. Not playing with Mike Trout. That's okay. You guys could have been in the same. Path. You guys should have been in the same division. We could have. His last name's the same as Wilson from Castaway. Well, that would be Wilson's first name, but Wilson, <laughs> yes. Wilson, and the character from uh, from uh, Home Improvement. Man, that was a happy show. <laughs> it was a happy wow. show. Wow! Oh, so much to learn from that show. Yeah, well, you uh, know, I think I think there are uh, many other players actually. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, yeah, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, Chicago Cubs drafted him. Yeah, he could have played for the clubs. That would have been fun. It could have. Yeah, That's a great team. He actually he clocked great 90. history. Throwing what? out the pitch at a Giants game, he clocked in the nineties. Whoa, nineties. Yeah, dang, <laughs> jeez, <laughs> who set the air on fire? Don't really. Well, I'll burn. <laughs> of course not. But wow, what a what a gun. So what's what's your big? What, what, why do you want them all to come play with you, Mike? There could never be too many playmates. <laughs> when I was a little kid. I had about 40 friends. Yeah? About 40? I had about 40 friends. I don't count them. But I say, sometimes I had a quiet moment. I went, hey, 
How about 41? <laughs> Maybe 42. What about 43, Mike? I never thought about that. <laughs> that would be even more. It would. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Michael Jordan, he plays baseball. He played baseball. Yeah. Now he's the a part owner of the Bobcats. Yeah. Charlotte, uh, in, the, in, in the NBA. Played basketball. Went, that's good. How about baseball? Went to baseball. Played for a little while. Went, you know what? I can go back to basketball. <laughs> he did. Played basketball for a little while. Could have gone back to baseball. Didn't. Wanted to do Hanes commercials. <laughs> Yeah. He looks good in his underwear. He does. He's like 50, though. I'm not wow. sure he'd be able to, to, to play with you. Maybe he, could, do it. Maybe, maybe he could own a baseball team. I got yeah. an extra mitt for him. <laughs> okay, okay. You can own a baseball team and still play. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know what? Michael Vick. Michael Vick. You, you'd you want to play with Michael Colorado Vick? Colorado Rockies drafted him. I'd love to play with Michael Vick. They drafted him. He actually had, he hadn't even played baseball in high school or college. Yeah, and they drafted him. That's pretty impressive. He actually had some downtime in his NFL career, too. Yeah. Would have been a great time. Because to... he loved dogs so much. I don't think that's uh, yeah. exactly Yeah. I love dogs, accurate. too. Well, it's good that you love we dogs. We can have my dogs and his dogs play with each other. I don't think that's a really good idea. Who let the dogs out? Me and Michael Vick did. Okay. All they right. played. Uh, it was listen, fun. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, okay, Mike. Well, I mean, as always, it's been wonderful having you in the. Podcast. I know it's been wonderful it's, being here. We I, love every time we love having you on. Oh, so much adventure! I would like to just say, Mike, uh, if you could talk to all these football players and give them your your quick pitch on why to choose baseball, yeah. could you do could you do that? Like, if, if I did a quick pitch, it'd go ninety miles an hour and light the air on fire. <laughs> but not really light the air on fire. No, not really. We don't burn. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Thank Bye, you. Bye. See you later. God, he runs fast. He's incredibly happy. For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sportsman! Weird Sportsman. Who's weird today? This week's Weird Sportsman, Mark Fidrich. Oh, the bird. No. Oh. So you've heard. <laughs> We're very familiar. That the bird's the word. I'm a bird, bird, bird. The number one. I'm a bird, bird, bird. Bird, bird, bird. Mark Stephen Fidrich. Yeah. One of the all-time favorite Tigers to this day. Oh, that's why you've heard of him, because he's a Detroit Tiger. That is correct. I thought I was doing what they call a deep cut. Uh, I mean, normally, yeah, but not not from the Tigers. Okay, not from the die. All right. Mark Stephen Fidrich, born August 14th, 1954, died. I'm not going to ruin that. That's spoiler alert. We we remember. Uh, Nicknamed The Bird. Was a major league baseball pitcher. I think he added a couple. (laughs) Made that pass. I may have. He pitched his entire career for the Detroit Tigers from 1976 to 1980. Mm -hmm. Short little career, tiny little career. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, In 1976, Fidrich led the major leagues with a 2.34 ERA, won the AL Rookie of the Year award, and finished with a 19 9 record. Mm. Shortly after. Injuries piled up, mm-hmm. and his major league career ended 
after just five seasons. It was tragic. It was tragic. 1976, Rookie of the Year. The son of an assistant school principal, Fidrich played baseball at Algonquin Regional High School in Northborough, Massachusetts, and at Worcester Academy, a day and boarding school in central Massachusetts. He went he to boarding rich. school? Yeah, he sounds rich. Well, I mean, if he was a really good baseball player, maybe he was one of those ringers. He might have been. In the uh, 1974 amateur draft, he was selected in the 10th round by the Detroit Tigers and later joked that when he got a call saying he'd been drafted, he thought he was drafted in the military, not thinking there were any teams looking at him. Oh, dear. Yeah, what a funny joke. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, I just thought I was drafted by the military. Going to go get shot. Especially in the mid-70s. I'm sure that went over really well. (laughs) Oh, man. That's funny. Woo! Ah. He was very scared. In the minor leagues, one of his coaches uh, with the Lankland Tigers dubbed the lanky six foot three right-handed pitcher the Bird because of his resemblance to the Big Bird character on the Sesame Street television program. Yep. yep. He had like poofy blonde hair. Yeah, he well, looks it was like Big Bird. Bra- oh, was it blonde? Well, it was more, it? Oh, maybe, maybe it was more brown. Yeah, the military sandy, would have shaped that out. Sandy, of him. Uh, sandy brown. Yeah, yeah, the military would have gotten him a little buzz cut. I don't think I don't think he would have done well with the Let structure. Let me just of the say military. for history, yeah. thank God that Mark Fitterich did not get drafted into military service. Maybe he wouldn't have been such a nut if he would have uh, gotten drafted, learned some discipline. That's possible. Yeah. Fitterich made the Tigers as a non-roster invitee out of the 1976 spring training, not making his major league debut until April 20th, and only pitching one inning through mid-May. They didn't have a lot of faith in him. No, he's just a rook. Yeah, yeah. I believe in him. He made his first start in the Tigers' 24th game of the season, and only because the scheduled starting pitcher had the flu. Oh, who was that? I don't know. It doesn't say in the article. Fidrich responded by throwing six no-hit endings, innings, ending the game with a 2-1 and one complete game victory in which he gave up only two hits. Wow. In his first 13 major league starts, Fidrich threw 120 and one-third innings. Means he probably got one out. <laughs> yes, Figure that that's out. Exactly yeah. what well that done. means. An average of more than nine innings due to three eleven inning stints. Wait, Oof. he pitched for eleven innings in a game? I guess. Wonder was, how he got hurt. Back yeah. when you finished games you started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you began this, you end this. By early July he was nine and one with a league leaning one point eight five ERA and was picked to start the all star game for the American League. The all-star appearance was the 12th start of Fidrich's major league career. Wow. That's pretty crazy. The 12th one was the all-star game. He set the world on fire. He did. Of all the stars, he was one of them. Yeah. Uh, He went on to win 19 games, leading the league in ERA and complete games, 24. Uh, Fidrich won the American League Rookie of the Year award, getting 22 of 24 votes and finished second in voting for the A.L. Cy Young Award. Does it say who won the A.L. Cy Young Award? Nope. (laughs) Personality! (laughs) In the process, Fidrich also captured the imaginations of fans with his antics on the field. He would crouch down on the pitcher's mound uh, and fix cleat marks, what became known as manicuring the mound. Very particular about where the Kind of played in the dirt, basically. Yeah, he probably had OCD a little bit. Uh, he'd talk to himself. Yep. Talk to the ball. Yep. Got to talk to the ball. Gotta Aim the ball going. like a dart. Strut around the mound after every out. 
He had moves like Jagger. And throw back balls that had hits in them, insisting that they be removed from the game. Uh, These <laughs> balls have hits in them. If the guy got a hit, he yeah. said, no, nah, I, th- I don't want to use that ball anymore. I don't blame him. Mark Fidrich, also known for shaking everyone's hands after the game. What a weirdo. Yeah. Shaking everyone's hands after the game. What, is this a business? I'm in a softball league. We do that every game. It's very, it's very we professional. We also play a lot fewer games, so it's impossible. Yeah. And his arm must be pretty tired after all that pitching. Lift his arm again all those times. he shook with the off arm. Yeah, maybe he did like Bob Dole. (laughs) On June 28th, 1976, he pitched against the New York Yankees in a nationally televised game on ABC. The Tigers won the game 5-1 after after a game filled with bird antics in which he and his team handily defeated the Yankees. Fidrich became a national celebrity. Yeah. He got to show off how weird he was, and people loved it. It was also really good. Well, yeah. yeah, but it was mostly the antics, right? Every time he pitched, Tiger Stadium was jam-packed with fans who became known as bird watchers. Uh, Pretty good. <laughs> Fidrich's fan appeal was also enhanced by the fact that he had his own personal catcher because Tiger's coaching and managerial staff were somewhat superstitious about jinxing Fidrich's success. Bruce Kim, a rookie catcher, caught each of Fidrich's outings. Oh, wow. Pretty nuts. That must have been nice for Kim. <laughs> yeah, it became common to hear the crowd chant, we want the bird, we want the bird, at the end of each of his home victories. And then he flicked him off. No, he didn't, but he should have. <laughs> no, he would never <laughs> do Gave that. him the bird. The chants would continue until he emerged from the dugout to tip his hat to the crowd. And ever since then, tipping your hat to the crowd has been known as giving people the bird. <laughs> Remember that. Well, these curtain calls have become more common in modern sports. They were not so in the mid-70s baseball. In his 18 appearances at Tiger Stadium, attendance equaled almost half of the entire season's 81 home games. Oh, wow. That's pretty That's crazy. Impressive. He was a draw. Yeah. Could use more of hymns around these days. Uh, he also appeared on the cover of numerous magazines, such as Sports Illustrated, twice, including once with Sesame Street character Big Bird. Rolling Stone, making Fidrich the first athlete ever to appear on the cover of the publication. Holy crap, I didn't know that. And the Sporting News, because why not? Yeah. Because it makes sense. Well, you'd really hope the Sporting News at that point. Yeah. In one week, Fidrich turned away five people who wanted to be his agent, saying, Only I know the real value and can negotiate it. Oh, wow. also a bit of a pompous dude. But we we gotta bring it down a little bit. Got to bring it down a little bit to a little article called Death. Oh. Yeah. According to the Worcester District Attorney's Office, uh, a family friend found Fidrich dead beneath his 10-wheel dump truck in his Northborough home around 2.30 p.m. on April 13, 2009. He had a 10-wheel dump truck. Yeah. Bought the dump truck with his signing bonus and proceeded to, you know, like, that was his job after he flamed out as a pitcher because he tore his uh, rotator cuff. Jeez. He also, uh, I think he, he had a farm for a bit. He did, like, some farm yeah. work. Yeah. But you want to talk about, like, smart, inv- like, this guy, this guy invested in a dump truck and he, he made money off it the whole rest of his life. A lot of people do stupid stuff with their, their professional sports money. Yeah. He did not. But there's a happy ending to this. Fidrich was inducted to the Shrine of the Eternals of the Baseball Reliquary in 2002. Hey. What is that exactly? Dude? I don't know. <laughs> and that brings it on to another Weird Sportsman! Sportsman! Everybody! 
Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings the close. No sports, sports, sports podcast. Before we go, Phil will give you our contact information. You can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports, the number three podcast. That's at sports, the number three podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching sports, sports, sports podcast. You'll top our thingy. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. Download the Stitcher app today at stitcher.com and search for the sports, sports, sports podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud by going to soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast that's soundcloud.com slash sports the number three podcast while you're there please give us a follow and a little comment you can find us on youtube by going to youtube.com slash comedy podnet while you're there check out a little segment that uh showed uh, a little racist clippers owner doing another little rant that's youtube.com slash comedy podnet while you're there please subscribe uh, you can find us on iTunes by searching Sports Number Three Space Podcast. That's Sports Number Three, all one word, Space Podcast. Or for all of our back episodes, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. All right, good job, Phil. Thank you. I'm very proud of myself, but the lights are very bright. Turn them off. Why are you guys looking at me like that? The lights are bright. It hurts my eyes. Well, you're sitting under the switch, Phil. Oh, lights off. have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.